You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I'm Anissa Foles. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Fergie Philippe. Hi, I'm Eliza Oman. Hola, soy Florencia Cuenca. Y yo soy Jaime Lozano. Hi, this is El Morgan Lee. It's Alex Brightman from Broadway and beyond. Hi, this is Joe Iconis. And this is Lauren Marcus. Y estás escuchando. And you're listening to B-Way Show. B-Way Show. B-Way Show. The podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome to B-Way Show, the podcast. Your home for theater conversations from a passionate Broadway fan and reporter. I'm your host, Shoshana, and I want to start off by emphasizing Black Lives Matter, period. The show must go on! This week's guests are Tony nominee, Mr. Joe Iconis, best known for writing Be More Chill, Broadway Bounty Hunter, and Love and Hate Nation, as well as his gang of super talents, Joe Iconis and Family, and singer-songwriter and Broadway actor Lauren Marcus, who portrayed Brooke Lost in Be More Chill on Broadway, Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors at the Pittsburgh Public Theater, and Miss Asp in Love and Hate Nation at Two River Theater. Here's our conversation from April 1st, recorded for my live YouTube series, The Show Must Go On, Line. Enjoy. Two o'clock on the dot, and we are live. That's so exciting. Hey, everyone. Shoshana here with Joe Iconis and Lauren Marcus. How are you feeling today? We're feeling well, We're you know, as well as anyone can feel considering the circumstances. I was so excited to have a reason to put on makeup and wear normal clothes. So here we are. That is what I was thinking too. I haven't like put on makeup it, since Broadway announced that it, it was closing. <laughs> and I thought, huh, this is fun. I haven't done this in a while and a dress who knew those still existed? <laughs> I wore a dress too, I did. <laughs> yeah, and so now that everyone's just sheltering in place, um, what have y'all been up to? You go. We have been, um, you know, it's been, it's, been, it's been so strange because it's been a combination of like, <clears throat> it feeling like our day-to-day -day lives are totally different because we're, you know, confined in, um, in, our, in our homes. <laughs> Um, but also, I, you know, I have a lot of like writing deadlines and, and a lot of the work that I do is, uh, is kind of like stuff that I, that I do in my own space anyway. And so like, I feel like half of my life feels totally different and upheaved and the other half of my life 
feels like literally nothing has changed. Which <laughs> is like, you know, it's still, I still have to like turn in the scripts at the same date that I did, you know, a month ago. Um, so it's just so, it's so weird. It's just so, it's just so uh, strange. But, um, but I've been, uh, I've been like fairly productive. I think, and and creating, uh, creating, you know, the stuff I'm supposed to be creating. Um, even though it's been it's been challenging for sure. And uh, you know, I've been like watching a lot of movies, more movies than than normal. Um, you know, that's that's I guess that's it. I wish that I had some great thing that I said I was doing. That's perfect, Lauren. How about you? I've been watching a lot of the movies that he's been watching. <laughs> Um, and I've been, I've been writing a little bit, but that only happened because I hit, uh, a thing about like four days in where I was like, I have to be writing and I have to be using. And then I went, what the hell am I talking about? Like, it's, I don't have to create anything, which I think is true for everyone. And I was like, I think my only job right now is like survive this global pandemic. And so I gave myself a few days then I woke up and I wanted to write, but that keeps going away. And I'm like, fine with that. So that I've had a few self tapes, which feels really weird because it's like, who knows, who knows, honestly, who knows when or where. So they kind of, it's something to do. It goes out into the void. So another reason to put makeup on and really that's it. I read a book. There you go. You can read? Yes. He married me anyway. (laughs) What what book? (laughs) Valley of the Dolls. I'm obsessed with it. I've never read it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, cool. And any fun movies? I know we've been doing a Marvel marathon here because it's just one of those times that you you can watch twenty two movies now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been um, I'm like a fairly I'm like a fairly uh, film <clears throat> literate guy, and I love I love movies a lot. And so I have um, the what this this time made forced me to do was to create a list of movies that I've always wanted to see that I, I haven't seen. And so I've been sort of like slowly working my way through the list. The, a lot of the movies are like, um, like sort of like classic, like 1970s, like arty movies, you yeah. know? And so, um, and so I feel like every time, every time it's like, you know, Lauren's like, oh, do you want to watch a movie? I'm always like, yeah, do you want to watch like a really sad, slow movie about a, about a really depressed white man from 1972? <laughs> like all the movies that I'm watching. But I've seen, I've seen some like classic movies that, or classic to me movies that I had never seen before that I've loved, like um, House of Games, which is a David Mamet movie uh, that I had never seen before. That was pretty wonderful. I loved that one. Um, I feel like I really I um, threw in there as a daytime option Life with Mikey because it's on Disney Plus. I was I remember being obsessed with it as a kid. Did not realize the amount of uh, cameos by theater people that is it's insane. Bill Finn makes an appearance yeah. in this movie. Yeah, he has Life, a line. Life with Mikey. I just never saw. It's this um, uh, this James LaPine movie. Yeah, from the early 90s. And it's just, it's like the, literally the entire cast of Falsettos, the Broadway production from 92, is in the movie. It's insane. Like, it's insane. It's really remarkable. Um, well, it clearly, like we're going to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's like if like Michael Greif directed a movie in 2008, and the entire cast of Next Normal is in it. Like, it's it's insane. It's remarkable. It's really you got to watch it. It's a fun, fun yeah. movie. That's fun. Yeah, tonight I think we're going to watch Justice League. I think we're we're in like a very superhero feeling right now. And then yeah, maybe well, tomorrow back to musicals. Is Justice League the one where like all of the superheroes are in it together? So we actually, funny enough, I'm such yeah. a nerd. I have my uh, Superman candle, Aww. DC, 
and then Iron Man candle from Marvel. Uh, because it's fun to support local business, and we got this from the local comic book shop. So yeah, Justice League, all the DC big characters, and then Avengers, all the big Marvel characters. Right, right, okay. The more I'm, you know. I'm obviously not up on my my superhero movies. I just have sort of like missed it, but yeah. I, I shouldn't because those are the only movies that are like I saw Ant Man are like the big movie. I saw Ant Man too. Wait, we saw Ant Man together. Yeah, that's, that's the so only funny. one that I've really seen. What? It's so embarrassing. It's pretty what good. The, just because you know them so well, what do you think is going to be the first like Marvel superhero movie that gets turned into a musical? Because it's never. That's a good question. I yeah. mean, I feel like I would love Black Panther just because that is mm -hmm. yeah. possibly the only movie I think I've ever seen in theaters more than once. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. That was back yeah. it, when Movie Pass was a thing. I don't know if you were... You were part of that. Yeah. And we have friends uh, who were. <laughs> We've heard. Yeah. It, it was um, crazy. Black, Black Panther, okay. Yeah. Because cool. um, there there would be some cool fight scenes that you could also like dance. Same kind of with Wonder Woman. I feel like they have a lot of good choreography potential. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should say, yeah. I mean, all of these movies, I should say. Also, I just want to say that obviously I know that Spider Man was a musical, but is Spider Man, that's, is that DC? Or is that that's Marvel. Marvel. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after, you know, a, totally. Post, in a post Spider Man Broadway, yeah. what will be the next superhero? Once you're turning on the light, you know? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Black Panther, turn on the light. I like that. Uh, cool. So I'm going to, we have a few people, uh, we have some people tuned in. So I'm just going to keep the hey, hey, you guys. Um, <laughs> someone wants a Spider Man turn off the dark revival. Bold move bold move oh yeah cool um so oh, yeah. I like that show. No, so besides from that oh i also want to ask have you been watching any muppets because i know that's also always a fun one yeah i have been watching some muppets um i uh what did i watch have the you? other day yeah i watched well i watched the, the muppet movie is that when i was asleep mm -hmm. yeah i watched a lot <laughs> i sleep really late lauren marcus Wait. lauren marcus always sleeps like she's like a late sleeper um, and I am the opposite of that. And so a lot of my, uh, I, I sort of like live a whole day before Laura Marcus like makes an appearance, before 100%. she emerges from the bedroom. And so, yeah, I was watching a lot of Muppet content pre Lauren, Lauren awaking. <laughs> yeah, I, Lauren, I am definitely on your sleep schedule. It has, it got, it's gotten outlandish. Last week there's a night I stayed up till 7am, which I've not, I've never, like that is not something I do, um, but I can't, and then I sleep till like 2, I don't know how to Well, I think during this quarantine it's fine, right? Like, yeah, I think, what again, is time? Right, you're right. <clears throat> what is time? We're doing okay? You seem healthy? That's great. True, healthy all around. Seems same with you for sure. Yeah. Um, um, so has staying inside, I know Joe, you were saying that there are a lot of things that you have to do anyway. Has it helped with the creativity? Has it helped with the workflow? Because now you feel like, well, I can't go outside. No. Yes, no. No, no it's made it it's made it worse. Yeah. I I it's made it harder. It's only bad so far. Uh, just yeah. in that, you know, I um I I like I, I like to choose to be inside. I like to choose to be like, oh, I can't do anything because I have to write right now. Um, yeah. And so it's just such a weird thing to feel yeah. like this, you know, I'm being forced 
to be inside and, and you know, and for, for good reason, um, yeah. but it's, it's wild. So I'm still sort of like sort of navigating the mental, um, you know, the mental issues that arise from, from just being in one place. And yeah. I'm definitely like an antsy writer anyway. Like when I write, I normally like, I, it's hard for me to be in one place. Like I tend to like, um, you know, I'll start my apartment and then I'll go to a coffee shop and I'll go to yeah. a bar or a restaurant or wherever. And so to just sort of be confined to one space, it's, it's really tricky. And I'm just, I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to, to do that. But I'm really amazed at all of the, the people who, uh, who are, who are really, like really inspired by it. And um, I'm trying to let them inspire me and not just look at all the people creating things um, and be like, these assholes, these jerks, I don't believe them that they're, they're writing that. Yeah. It's hard for me not to look at people and be like, they wrote that five years ago and they're just pulling <laughs> it out of their own. They're pretending they wrote it during this quarantine. I know the truth. Yeah. So we'll see. Shaking yeah. my fist at them. <laughs> we shake our fists at them. Uh, yeah, but no, so I'm like just trying to, you know, figure it out. It's yeah. strange. It's a strange new circumstance. And also, like, it's, yeah, I'm very aware that I'm very lucky to, like, have a really lovely home. Like, you know, we have, a, 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 we have an apartment that's really nice and really comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, and, and um, you know, my family is close. And I'm, so I'm not worried about, like, losing my apartment. But, like, in a way that so many people that we know are. And so right. it's, it's just such a strange, you know, such a strange time. Yeah, and Lauren, I know you're also a songwriter in your own right, besides from being an amazing performer. How, how's your creativity? I mean, and, and just a side note that you don't, I feel like people are like, oh, we have to use this time to be creative, but yeah, you no. use this time for whatever. Yeah, um, you know, I'm using this, there's this thing called um, the Tiny, do you know the NPR's Tiny Desk Concerts? Yeah. Which you'll actually did one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they have a, a contest every year. And that it's open to unsigned bands, singer songwriters, musicians, and I've entered it. Well, maybe not last year, but every other year, um, three or four times. And you, you, you basically make make a video of a song. So I've been working the last few weeks on a song um, that a video I'll be submitting and hopefully putting out in the next few days. So that's actually taken up a good deal of my time. I've obsessed over it because I really haven't had much else to do, you know? Um, and trying to record 11 different musicians remotely has been a new challenge. Um, <laughs> so that's taken up a good deal of time. And, and like I said, I really did give myself a break, but I, I found out like after a few, four days, it's like I kind of just wake up wanting, <clears throat> yeah. wanting to create something. And so it was nice to let myself wait for that. But also if I go the next two months without it fine like that's yeah. okay that's okay. yeah all of us do a lot it's okay if it doesn't happen but um yeah yeah I feel a very similar way like the first week you know I saw all of these live interviews and live performances and I was like do I join in that or do I wait a little while no right it's hard to it's hard to know but now now that I waited, and I feel like a lot better. I feel like because I did it on my time. Um, I don't know if you've been making any fun drinks. I've made uh, my version of a quarantini, but it's it's still pretty. Uh, What's I like it? this. Well, this is like the simple version of just sparkling water, mint in a chalice, because that's just more fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can add some more fun fun flavors, if you will. Uh, to, but really, drinking anything out of a fun glass recently, I've noticed, just adds to it. That's so him. 
Yeah, I like I like a I like a fanciful bit of glassware. Yeah. Always. Always. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I'm drinking I'm I, drinking water right now out of a out of a juice glass that nice. has lovely coral on we're, it. Wait, we're home. Hold on, you keep talking. I mean, like, this is get get the nice glasses, okay. honey. <laughs> yes. So I know I should have prepped you. You know, in yeah, in the prep notes. We would, have, we would have had it ready, but actually, I, um, I, 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 we've run out of like large, like pint glasses, and I, I like to drink water out of large pint glasses, mm -hmm. and uh, and so like over the over the years, I've just kind of broken, and I'm like such a yeah. bitch about about the type of glassware that I yeah. I like that I have not been able to find a yes. pint glass that I have deemed like worthy, you know, and Deemed I don't even worthy. know what I'm. I'm looking for yeah. It's like I want something that conjures like yes. both like like mid-century design and the Muppets <laughs> and like woodland creatures and Broadway, yeah. you know, in the '70s. So it's, I'm, I know I'm wanting too much for my pine glasses. What's but. upsetting is I'm realizing so many of our glasses have been broken by Diane. Like we had a whole series that was all World's Fair glasses. They're all gone. There's just one left. This is just you know like a classic martini. <laughs> it's a nice, nice one. How do you call? But these are our Mad Men glasses. Yeah, you love Mad Men. Yeah, we love Mad Men. Club Coming. Yeah, these are these are these are Alan. So Alan Cummings yes. Club Coming. Before Club Coming was like a, an actual place. Oh they, my god. Uh, Fish is Eddie like released these glasses, and um, and I just thought they were cool, and they say Club Coming on them. Like how fun. It's like a simple wine glass with a gold. <laughs> like truly, these show up like every month. A new box of glass glasses. These are Amazing. from Just Brother. Just nice um, quotes. Oh yeah, my, whiskey glasses. My brother Phil got us these glasses. Big fan of Phil. Yeah, Phil, Philip John Iconist. And this one says, always carry a flask of whiskey in case of snake bite. And furthermore, always carry a small snake, W.C. Fields. How cute. This, I really feel like our, I'm going to bring these back, but our crazy glassware has all been broken by our cat. It's all been damaged. Like all of it. So yeah. That's a smattering of what we have. Bailey, we all know and love Bailey. She has an amazing question. <laughs> Joe's favorite role Lauren has played and Lauren's favorite Joe Icona song. My favorite role that Lauren has played, and I'm gonna take, I'm going to take um, my own things out of it. I think my favorite role that Lauren has played is probably um, Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. Aww. She just played Audrey at the Pittsburgh Public production of, of Little Shop. Uh, and it's just amazing. Like I obviously, you know, obviously we're married um, but, you know, I, I, I see a lot of performances, I see a lot of, like, actors and things, and she's just the greatest. Like, her take on Audrey is so amazing, and, um, and it's just, like, as, it's as wonderful, wonderfully acted an iconic musical theater role as you will ever, 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 ever see. And, of course, the singing is great, and everything about it is great, but it's just the, 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 what she does with the character feels so fresh while still honoring the original intent. It's, like, amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, oh, I love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I have, um, I'm sitting here, I was thinking about it. I did hear what you said, it was very sweet. <laughs> um, I have like, I call it kind of like a top five of Joe's songs and I'm constantly kind of placing ones in my top five. Yeah. Mm, it's always changing, it's an open door. And remind me if I've said any, if, I, if I'm forgetting one, then I'm always like, that's in my top five. But I, I would say like, five is, so well, I one of them is always Ammonia. I think Ammonia is, Ammonia might be my like all time favorite song you've ever written. It's yeah, thanks. absolutely bananas. 
but in the best possible way. It's so funny. It's so sad. Um, and I look forward to one day, maybe I'll sing it. Uh, <laughs> hint, and hint. <laughs> I love Hey Dad um, from the upcoming Hunter S. Thompson musical. Um, which we'll which talk I think about. you can catch online with, huh? Which we'll, we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yes. Oh, you'll talk about that. Um, which I think you can get online on YouTube with Jared Weiss singing, right? Hey, Dad? Ooh, I also love Kaboom, also from that show. So um, that you can catch George. I remember because we watched two-player game last week, and I was like, I love that so much. Yeah. Um, and I think those are the top three that come to mind. They're so mad. Oh, God, I also love um, uh, uh, Run Away From You. That's what it's called, right? Mm -hmm. The werewolf song. Uh, yeah. that also that is for sure up in my top five um cool. I have to stop it's like I can't I get on kicks I get on little jags I love honey I gotta stop <laughs> in like five minutes she's just gonna be like wait I love this <laughs> I love all of them so much and then nice. I like rediscover what I haven't thought about in like six years yeah and be like oh my god and then get on a kick with that for sure. Wouldn't it suck if you hated my work? Yeah, it would be rough. I mean, honestly, I've never, I can't even think of a song you've played me that I have not liked. Have I ever had a reaction? I mean, I think there's some that you like more than others, but no, yeah. I, I think I think you like myself. But in the same way, I've never seen a performance of yours that I haven't, that I haven't thought was really good. That has to be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think he has to be being nice. I, there's a I'm, lot I'm that not, have not been good. No, I'm correct. We even just did good. one, and I we just did one for the singerly thing, and I like forgot my lyrics and had to stop. It's not that big of a deal. Who cares but, about that? I mean, I it's care. It's not a, a good performance. Is not because you remember the words. Yeah. You know, like a, a, someone who's not even a performer can remember. Anyone can memorize something. Doesn't mean whether the performance is good or not. <laughs> Who cares? Stop. Start again. Put in a near piece. That has nothing to do with being a good actor or not. I guess not. But he, I just am in awe over how good his stuff is. And sometimes I, no. like, I, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Well, it, and it's been really fun. Um, as this quarantine has been happening, I've been thinking, well, what videos do I have that maybe I can like repurpose or find like a new life for? So I've been going through a lot of like the Be More Chill post shows and mm -hmm. like ones that had like, you know, Joe chatting on stage and my like, you know, report. Now I'm just putting them out as actual like songs that you can just play the three or four minutes for and did that for the goodbye song, which uh, yes, was- uh, Thank you. Thank you, which was nice and emotional. Um, and Cindy Howard, who's on this uh, message thread right now, was like messaged me and she's like, well, now I'm emotional all over again. I'm like, join <laughs> the club. Um, so have there, have there been any moments during this quarantine where you've had some time to reflect on, on what a crazy year it's been? Yeah, there actually, there actually has been. You know, it's, I've been going so nonstop for the last, two years like two plus years really um and when i when i say that like i don't even mean like nonstop and like a it, it's like nonstop in the most extreme way you know like how everything happened with being more chill there was never a second for me to like catch my breath and there was never a moment where i was like ah the show's open cool let me just enjoy this i was like actively working yeah. Uh, for the show since the moment we announced it was going to happen in New York City there was wow. never a day where I wasn't where that wasn't a full-time job in addition to doing 10 million other shows 
And so this has been the first time, honestly, in two years that I've had enough space to actually think back on, mm. on the kind of whirlwind of my last, you know, couple of years. And even, you know, 2019, having been more chill and then opening and closing Broadway Benny Hunter and opening and closing Love and Hate Nation. Like those are all new, you know, original musicals, uh, which take a long time and are a lot of work. And so to sort of have those things back to back was really a wild, a wild ride. And so, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm still, still just like processing it and sure. internalizing all of that, that stuff that, that, that happened to me, right. you know? Totally. And Lauren, you've been on a crazy ride as well. How, how have you been handling it all? Um, it's been, I mean, it is weird because this really feels like the time that everything kind of stopped. Right. Um, and I've been taking a lot of walks and I have been thinking about it. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it was wild because like last year when all this was happening, it was crazy because we didn't see a lot of each other, um, right. even though we were working on the same project. And so... It, it was really exciting, but I also, you know, I'm, I'm, I miss Joe. I miss Joe a lot. And so it was when all of it kind of around the summer, like the Be More Chill part came to an end. It was, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I've, like, I've been reflecting on a relationship. Um, yeah. I, I, it's been nice seeing him. Yeah. We've seen each other the most in the last, in the last two weeks, than we've, the last week. And we've seen literally in the last two years. It's yeah. not an exaggeration. And last year was like, we truly hardly ever yeah. saw each other. Yeah. Like our days were complete opposites by the time Be More Chill was running. And it was very insane. And, you know, we've both been pretty lucky with work, but yeah. it's also, it's really hard being away from someone you love so much. I mean, I was out of town for two months. He was in London. We, it's, it's been a lot of time apart, um, which for really good reasons, but it's, it's nice to see you. Yeah, a positive, a positive uh, it's been busy. side effect of a very- It's been busy, and also, I feel like we, we, you keep reminding me when in times of this where I'm like, I gotta do something, I gotta get up and do something. I've been saying for a few months now, like I wanted to take this time anyway to have a break. I really right. was planning that in my life, and, and now there is no choice other than mm -hmm. having that happen. Um, for better or worse, I mean, I wish what's happening isn't happening, but. Right. Yeah, I, hey. <laughs> no, I think like the world sometimes, it throws craziness at you and uh, how you handle it and how you like look at it. Cause I think at first everyone was just freaking out and a lot of people are still freaking out and that is so valid in every single way. Yes. Um, but then also taking a moment to breathe and think, okay, well, this is my circumstance. How am I going to handle it? Because we can't do anything about it except for stay inside and not. You kind of have to because, like, what are you? What What are we going to do? Sit in here and worry and beat ourselves up and freak out for months? Like that's that's not an option. That's not healthy either. Of course, you need to take realistic stock of what's happening in the world and do what we can yeah. to help that. But you can't just sit inside and be miserable. It's mm -hmm. too, it's, no one can survive that. I, uh, totally. So I know a lot of people are asking about Hunter S. Thompson and Punk Rock Girl and just all the fun things that you have lined up. So talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm you know, currently working on <clears throat> a few of these musicals that I've been, that I've been, uh, uh, that I've been involved with. And so 
Um, yeah, so the Hunter S. Thompson musical, it's this show I've been working on for years and years and years and years and years. And it's about Hunter S. Thompson, shockingly, uh, who wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and, and was sort of a, a, a counterculture hero, writer, invented gonzo journalism, uh, rose to prominence in the 60s. And, um, and that show, the hope is that it will be at La Jolla Playhouse next year. Um, that's what we've been working toward. And uh, Chris Ashley uh, has been directing it and developing it. And so, um, yeah, and so hopefully we will be able to do that production there. Uh, I wish that I had like, you know, concrete information. I don't right now, sadly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the hope. We're working towards having that thing on a stage uh, in a, like a year from now out in La Jolla Playhouse. That's the, that is the hope and the goal. And I'm saying it out loud so that if it doesn't happen, I can uh, tell everyone to write uh, letters to, um, I guess, the Hoya Playhouse and say, <laughs> the show. No, no letter <laughs> campaign. No letter campaign yet. I'm saying in a year. If it doesn't okay. happen in a, year, in a year, then then press the button on the letter campaign. But for now, just like let it slide, you know? Uh, so there's there's that that I'm really yeah. excited about. And, um, and then Punk Rock Girl is going to be at the Argyle Theater on Long Island in September. And, uh, you know, Punk Rock Girl is, uh, it's a jukebox musical. I never thought in a million years I would write a jukebox musical because obviously, um, and I, you know, I write music and lyrics. And so, uh, like, what, why would I write a jukebox musical? Uh, but I got excited to write this because um, it's, you know, it's, I'm really writing it for licensing purposes. Right. You know, the reason that this show kind of exists is so it will then be licensed to, to you know, high schools and community theaters and all that. And I, I, I got excited about writing something that will force the people who put on the show, be it a high school or a community theater or you know, a college, what have you, to cast uh, women in the lead roles who normally don't get cast as the leads in the shows. So it's like gonna be really hard to cast, like the ingenue, <clears throat> it's gonna be really hard to cast the the kid who, you know, who plays the like romantic, the traditional romantic lead in other musicals in this musical. And so the whole thing is just, uh, it's parts for like the kid, the kids that are a little bit off the beaten path, they're parts maybe for like, for, for young people who typically work backstage, you know, parts that like aren't that huge, that like yeah. if someone wants to like dip a toe in performing who might not normally, there's stuff like that on the show. So that's like the driving force behind the show. And I'm so excited that we get to premiere it at the Argyle uh, on Long Island, uh, where you know I'm from. Um, and, uh, and I think it's gonna be really, really dope. You know, it's being directed by uh, Jen Warner, who's one of my closest collaborators. And she directed Broadway Bounty Hunter and, and choreographed Black Suits and had, yeah. we worked and Blood Song of Love. We've done so many things together. Uh, and so it's this like, it's this really like wild show. It's really nuts. And you know, Rokiki is working on it with me and um, so many people who have been involved in stuff I've done before. And so we're excited to just like get out there in, in the fall and, and make a, a, a really insane uh, the jukebox musical that celebrates misfits, you know? And I love how misfits are always such a nice theme of your musicals and makes us us quirky people feel included, uh, especially like seeing Love and Hate Nation. Oh my God, was just so much fun. I felt inspired and, you know, yeah. who thought I'd want to go to New Jersey for something like this, but I did. <laughs> yeah. You went you know, to New Jersey. That's my, that, that's my, <laughs> that's one of my goals to get people to go to New Jersey for theater. Exactly. And funny enough, uh, Red Bank, New Jersey is also the host of uh, Comic Book Men, which is a show we've been watching uh, on TV. Uh, 
And so thinking about going back there for when another show is uh, being played. So it's kind of fun yeah. when, when everything starts spreading out and you find out about yeah. new theaters. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it's like, I, I'm obviously like, <clears throat> I, you know, I love, I love New York City, like very deeply. Yeah. Um, but theater is like, theater doesn't just happen here. You know, theater happens all over the, the stinking place. And I love that I had the opportunity to have my stuff in theaters, you know, all over the country and now all over the world. Like getting yeah. to play for, for audiences that aren't just the New York audience has been really, really cool and really uh, helpful. You know, because not everybody can can get to New York City, and like that's such a thing that that you know, in my in my dream scenario, like I would I you know I I would love to be able to make theater you know more affordable. I would love to be able to like get you know filmed versions of the shows out there into the world. Because not everyone can literally get their ass to New York City, um, but yeah. you know, doing doing what I can. Totally, yeah, and I think I mean I have been following like the be more chill posts a lot about like london and chicago um and i think right now with everyone everyone's just kind of like keeping an eye on those things uh to the fans watching at home who are you know is there anything you want to say about you know be more chill um yeah thanks for supporting the show thanks for loving it thanks for caring that it uh that it exists that it comes back and um, yeah, everyone involved in Be More Chill, I can assure you, is literally working every single day <clears throat> to make sure the show uh, comes back in London and uh, to make sure that it, it happens in Chicago. And we're all really feeling positive about those things, um, you know, those things happening. It's like the ultimate, like, you know, who knows what will happen, but everyone who is involved uh, is looking forward to the day when our productions can, can pick up again. And you know, doing doing the show in London and uh, and and getting to like you know immerse myself in that theater scene a little bit and getting to meet like all of these you know new fans of the show yes. who had either been following it for a long time and weren't able to see it in New York or people who were just like sort of hearing about the show fresh and coming to it it's really made me feel like oh yeah like this actually is a musical that, that people like you know and it yes. sounds so silly but it's just I spent so much for the last two years trying to you know, convince people to come see it or be like, you gotta come see the show. It's, you know, yeah. it's this and this and this and this. Like, I felt like I spent so much time like selling it to try to get people to buy right. tickets so we keep the doors open that I, I forget that like, oh, this actually is a show that people, people like. People I like it, it. You know, so. Pretty big it's, fan. It's, it's cool. Yeah. She's a big fan. I like yeah. it. It's good. Super yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. That's definitely the show I've seen the most on Broadway, which, which is pretty awesome. Like, I think, I think I saw it six times because of all the Wednesday. Like, it was so cool to have these yeah. post-show hangs and inspire fans who, you know, I, I met so many other fans that said, you know, this was my birthday present or my Hanukkah present or something because I'd already seen it, but I wanted to see it again. Actually, Lauren, at your your concert at the cafe, um, yeah. I met... I met some really cool families there who said, oh yeah, we flew in to be at the final Be More Chill performance and we got to see Lauren perform here as well. It's that, those, those gigs were, yeah, that was so, so cool. How many people came to those random cafe gigs. I was not expecting that, but it was so sweet to see families there. Yeah. Um, and then coming to Be More Chill as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, Broadway fan is asking what happened to the Be More Chill movie? Do we have any info on that? 
um, you can have no official info, but uh, it's still, you know, it's still like, uh, it's still in the air. It's still in the movie air and like, Love we'll it. see, yeah, we'll see what happens, but it's like, it's still a thing. Cool. Yeah. We'll Amazing. Uh, Bounty Hunter album release party as Cindy. I mean, I hope so. I hope so. The Broadway Bounty Hunter album is recorded. We've been working on it, and I think it's going to be out uh, hopefully very, very, very soon. And uh, the album sounds, it sounds amazing. Like, it's, you know, I don't want to be an asshole, but I mean, I, I can, I can, I can, I can be an asshole about this. Uh, the album sounds incredible. And even if you hate the show, which, like, fine, your choice, you, I, I, I refuse to believe that anyone could listen to the album and not be like, this is a really good sounding album. And that's like Ian Keggy uh, and Charlie Rosen and Jeff Coe, our, our music team is just like the greatest. And I'm so, so, so proud of it. And uh, so it's gonna come out soon. And hopefully as soon as people can be in the same room together, right. we can get a listening uh, party or some sort of release party happening for, uh, for Bounty Hunter. Cause it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty badass. And uh, so fun. yeah. yeah. You want to, you know, be able to dance to it. And I can vouch for it sounding awesome. Cause even though I like kind of wasn't supposed to hear it cause it like wasn't done yet. Joe was listening to it through these really old headphones that was almost like they amplified. Like, <laughs> it's actually there. So I, I heard most of the entire thing. It sounds great. I don't great. have like, I don't have nice headphones. The only pair of headphones that I have, I think are literally from, I don't know, 15 years they're ago. They're like speakers. And they're, they're, like, <laughs> they're, so, they're so big. They don't do anything that headphones should do. So no. I don't even know why I use them. I need <laughs> headphones. So the album sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. Awesome. <laughs> Um, and then Richard wants to know if there will be vinyl for that, do you know? I hope so. This is another thing, Richard and everybody, if you want a vinyl of any of my albums, you gotta hit up Ghostlight Records. Oh my god, the letter campaign! Write, write them letters, tweet at them, go nuts, because the only, the only way that the companies make this stuff, because it's so expensive, is that they think that people will buy it. And so um, let them know. Just let them know. There's no, they would be thrilled to be like, oh my God, all these people are talking about wanting a, a Bounty Hunter vinyl. I want it on vinyl so badly because the show, the show literally has a song called Spin Those Records. And yeah. I think it would be such an embarrassing crime if the cast album did not appear in record form. Like, give yeah. me a break. Let's put it on vinyl. It's there for Get those letters out there. 2020, we're making it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> write letters about important things first. Like write letters, you know, to to your Congress people, and, and write letters like to the government. Like let's like actually get some like change going yes. here. After you've done all of that, and you want a palate cleanser letter, write a letter about my cast album. I <laughs> like that you're using all of this like newly found virtual time to <laughs> stress letter writing. <laughs> I'm talking pen, inkwell, dip dip dip, paper. Write your letter, dear Ghostlight, vinyl please, sign your name, hold it up, get out wax, get out a flame, flame to the wax, get out your stamp, stamp it, and then deliver it to Ghostlight Records and other and theaters that you want to see my shows too. I think the newest merchandise should be like a Joe Iconis and family like stamp thing that people can dip that in the ink and press it to the back should do that like a it's a the candle yeah. set yeah yeah that's I, I love that that's a great idea thank you that's a creativity that's that we're bringing idea. to the table <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and yeah I know you've been talking about that so with yeah. love and hate nation as well 
So yes, 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 yes. Um, So yeah, write to your Congress people, make sure important things like rent control and rent, you know, in in this crazy time, like all those really important things that you would think people would just be like, this would make sense. Let's help the people who've lost a lot of jobs. But you know what, just have your voices heard and then have their voices heard on the vinyl. Yes, exactly. Cancel rent first and then. (laughs) then. (laughs) Yes. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Let, oh, thank you. I'm glad that you like the merch idea. I am uh, sending Carrier Pigeon. Awesome. Yeah, maybe we can get a little, like, Hedwig, Hedwig action as well. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owl Hedwig. I, I knew, you knew it? I knew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I only, like, I did read Harry Potter, but I recently have been rewatching the films, and so I, I was excited to chime in about that. I don't know Harry Potter. I don't know Marvel. I don't know all these things <laughs> everyone's supposed to know. Sorry. But I have to say, I really enjoy the idea of Hedwig and the Angry Inch also delivering you the letter. I mean. Yes, yes. With, with, with love. No, yes. No. Uh, oh, look at that. Um, it's like we have all these props here. I'm just waiting to use them and bring them out. Glasses. Yeah, I'm really excited about this prop what else game. You want to see? Got a lot of stuff here. You have any any fun facts, any fun surprises that uh like what is like the craziest item in your apartment that you could show us? Oh, okay. The craziest item. We have a lot of I'm going to the wall. You have what? You you grab the grab the the candle of you first of all. <laughs> well, these are yeah, these are. So this is a this is a, a piece of fam art, and it's and it's a candle of Lauren, and then it says kitten on it. Yes, we so have some. Fun. We have some Diane Joe's lawyers gave us some Diane kitten pillows. Oh my god! Like it's me me on a pillow with Diane. On the front yes. and then just on the back, it's just <gasps> Diane. Yes. This was taken at Red Bank, but we originally did Be More Chill. Yeah. 1.0. Nice. Yes. We have so much stuff. Yeah. A lot of cat centric. Great stuff. A lot of cat. And is Diane just stuff. chilling in the house somewhere? Where is Diane? She's on her she's on her little thing. Yeah. Her cardboard thing. Fair. She's, she's hanging out. <clears throat> I'll I'll grab her. Lauren can't pick her up because she's allergic. Same. But. Oh, yeah. So I, I saw that in the last video. I, too, am allergic to cats. So. Do you have a cat? Uh, we have a dog, actually, who's sleeping I, adorably. You know, today is the one-year anniversary. Bailey Ford reminded me of when I went. I We um, fostered a dog for two weeks, and oh. Bailey went with me to pick up the dog. 
Um, and it was, um, you know, it went okay. It didn't go great. But also I've recently found out that I'm allergic to dogs, even though I don't really show no. symptoms. No. Oh, okay. Should we show off her feet just because they're so cute? Or do you think she's going to get mad? Ooh. Yeah. Cute. Displayed toes. I woke her up from asleep. She's not happy. She's a little, I feel like it's coming. A jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Slim, it's funny. Slim has uh, two modes. It's either I want to run around everywhere and give you all the kisses, or it's I'm sleeping on this little foot bench that we, that's over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Sleeping on a foot bench. Um, I will say that this time in our history, this quarantine time is Diane Kitten's favorite thing to have ever happened, ever. I don't know if your pet is like this, but she like, loves it. she only wishes we actually were like ill so that then we could only lie on the couch and be there for her to be on top of. Yeah. I think she thinks that we just decided to hang out with her all day, yep. every day. She right. finds it very respectful yeah. this time. She yeah. loves it. Yeah, you, a lot of people think that cats hate everyone, but as they're spending a lot more time with them, it's like, no, they just want to be loved. They want to be loved. And I like that they're really purposeful about who they hate. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> purposeful hatred. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my God. True. We want to put a party hat on your cat. <laughs> we oh, my God. Not gonna happen. No, she. <laughs> no, once we got like a Halloween costume on her. I feel like last year, yeah. with bunny ears. Yeah. It didn't go well. The position won't work. She's just not. She won't. She won't have it. We'll do it. Um, we'll we'll do it later, and we'll send you a pic. If it wasn't lost, I find her grooming tool because sometimes I hold it up to her head and it looks like a kicky beret, but Ooh. that's lost. So that was kind of the best. Yeah. Fair. I like that the cat knows what it wants, and you respect that. Yeah, always. Um, cool. So we have some more fun questions here. Um, yeah. And I know uh, in previous interviews, we've spoken about your love for uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which yeah. it's amazing the combination that it was your first show, right, that you saw off-Broadway, and then Lauren, mm -hmm. you were just in it. Um, how, how has like that dynamic of it having such a long-term personal connection to you and then getting to see Lauren in it? It's, um, I mean, it's like, it's surreal, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it truly is like, it's the reason that I love musical theater. Like it is so, it is so a part of who I am as a, as a writer. Yeah. And, you know, like, and, and Ellen Green's performance in it is so iconic and really is like something that's like truly inspirational to me um and so to then like see Lauren Marcus in it it's just it's like a, yeah it's like a really bizarre thing I've been lucky enough to have like shows you know a few shows like that kind of like thread through my life in weird ways like Merrily Roll Along is another one and um yeah it's just like it's a nice like reminder that I'm on the right path or something or like the musical theater gods think I'm on the right path maybe True. right I think so yeah little shop I haven't seen the revival. I haven't seen the one here. I know. It's a, yeah. I really, really, really want to see it. Uh, and we've tried a few times, but haven't uh, haven't been able to. Yeah, that was a really fun one. I finally, I've never gotten to see it in person. And I'm that type of person that if there's a live performance of a show and there's a movie, I want to see the live performance first. Um, yeah. Before seeing the movie, which for shows like that, and there are a few other ones that people are like, I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's like, well, I'm waiting for that perfect moment for it to be performed live. 
how are you feeling about the upcoming Little Shop movie? Well, a little conflicted, but I did get to see Groff Sauce in it. So, okay. They, oh, cool. Yeah, so we, um, my friend Anna Spikerman and I had tried the lottery, the in-person like lottery, like every day for a week. And um, actually, this is what a good friend she is. She, we, we kept doing it like it's two people can enter and then you can get one or two tickets. Um, but they only had like 10 or 20 tickets available. It was a very sh small amount every time. And she had that or something else she could go to. And she came and she won the last ticket and gave it to me. That's very, such a good that's friend. Very, very, yeah. very sweet. Big that's fan. Big fan. Um, but she did get to see it afterwards. So like it's all all good in the world. Cause that, you know, that's like one of those things in your heart that you're like, oh, I got to win, but I also want you to to enjoy that. Yeah, uh, so yeah. So now that was great, but I am um, I, I don't remember who, who they've cast for that, but I'm always a big fan of like actual musical theater people being cast in these roles. Right. Um, so, so we will see. Um, how do you feel about it? I feel, honestly, I feel excited. I was nervous. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I do not know who the guy is who's playing, um, uh, who's gonna be playing Seymour, but I know that Scarlett Johansson Right. I don't think it's been officially. Not a, it's not official. It's not know. official. Okay. Just you know, press releases. Yeah. That it's a Scarlett Johansson, who you know what? She's a singer. I think she's maybe one of the best actresses ever. Like, okay, I'm I'm cool. ready to see what the hell happens if she's in it. Mm -hmm. And I I just don't know who the guy is who's playing Seymour. If that's real. I have something to tell you. I have something to tell everyone. It's me. <laughs> that's a yes. In the big studio, Little Shop <laughs> remake. Get out! No way! You heard it here first. <laughs> I honestly thought he was about to announce something, like actually announce something. I really got nervous. Like, I don't know why you'd have insider that. info, but that, it just really scared me. <laughs> I have insider info on my own cast in the movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I know. It's like when I see two and two pop up on my phone, it could be anything. Right, you saw Broadway. It's Broadway. Me. It's never Broadway. Broadway. Could be a doctor. CBS. Um, CBS. Yes. Yes. I gotta wash my hands really quickly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Washing hands is always a good idea, especially if you're allergic to cats and during this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Both things. <laughs> Both things. Yeah, there are a lot of people commenting that they were supposed to see Little Shop, um, especially with Jeremy Jordan coming up. But you know what? Things are gonna happen, right? Like things, yeah. things, everything works out in weird ways, and even things that don't necessarily work out how you were hoping they would, they find a new life. It's um, a new life, you know, always. Yeah. So we'll we'll chat for a few more minutes, make it a a nice even hour, which is yeah. appreciate your time so very much. Oh my you gosh, yeah, luxurious. You're awesome. Um, it's a great. It froze, so I'm gonna say thank you. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can, just like the commercial. Okay. <laughs> so, someone wants to know uh, what you two have been listening to a lot of recently. I've been listening to. Uh, I have been listening to um, the this album. This album by this uh, this band called U.S. Girls a lot this week. Uh, I've also been listening to uh, it's this artist. I don't, I don't know how you say his name. It's like bon, bon, Boniface. Bon, bon, it's B O N I F A C E. I think he's okay. Canadian. I like his album a lot. Nice. Uh, 
what else I've been listening to? I'm listening to the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. That's been like yeah. an unconstant repeat since it came out over the summer. Uh, I listened to some Rolling Stones yesterday because I was trying to get in like a Hunter S. Thompson mindset. Yes. Uh, I listened to Pump Boys and Dinette's original cast recording because um, it's just always, you know, bangers, bangers, bangers. Uh, and um, and I listened to uh, I listened to some uh, Radiohead as I was in the shower this morning because I'm a white man. And that's what we're supposed to do. Fair. Yeah. I listened to um, I've been making my way through this Vampire Weekend album mm. called Father of the Bride that Joe gets a lot of like record, record, album, vinyl records. And so um, usually when I'm cleaning the apartment, I will pick one out at random. I don't know, put it on and listen to it. I don't know if you know that I do that, but I do that. Um, I know that. I do that. Oh and so um, <laughs> I actually really love it. I'm, I'm bad at finding, I think I'm bad at finding, I love pop music and I love non-musical theater. I'm just bad at finding it, and he's a very good uh, curator. He'll, he'll tell me usually what I, I might like, and he's usually correct. So listen to that. I listen to Haim. They had a new single that I hadn't heard till last night, really good, called The Steps. Other than that, nah, I don't know. Yeah, That's it. That's about my cool. week, I'd say. I love it. Um, there, I'm really impressed with how many people have been asking these awesome questions. I just want to like make sure all their questions are heard. Yeah. As you can see, I'm not wearing glasses, so I'm like, ooh, I'm That's an old okay. person. Um, <laughs> I actually did just order new glasses from Zenny's. Uh, yeah, I love Zenny Optical. Sure. I'm very excited. I saw them on uh, the subway like a month or two ago, and it's one of those things that you see the subway ads and you think, should I give that a try? And then Rashida, Rashida Jones, is that her name? Uh -huh. Trying them on. And I was like, your face looks good in them. So maybe mine will too. And they're so, they're so cheap. It's amazing. Oh, cheap. And so it's like, what's nice is you can get a million pair and then have them littered around the apartment. So whenever you need a pair, like that's what I do. There's no rhyme or reason, but there's usually a pair <laughs> floating around. Yes. Yeah. I just got ones, um, tortoiseshell, which I've always wanted. Ooh, love a tortoiseshell. I'm a Maryland Terrapin, go Terps, and I've always wanted a nice tortoiseshell pair, yeah. and these have blue light reflection, Whoa. or whatever it's called. Um, so Cambria asks, hey Lauren, is there anything that sticks out that really helps you with your skills with physical comedy, because you're so funny and I adore your characters, ditto. That's really sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, this, I feel like um, to get... <laughs> I feel like I have spent years practicing um, letting go of what I might look like when I'm doing something, if that makes a lot of sense. Totally. It sounds much easier than it is. Um, yeah. And I think that I realized somewhere around, I don't know, like seven or eight years ago, that being worried about what I look like or if I've done the wrong thing or if I've messed up or if I physically look weird or like hideous while I'm doing something has only... Um, will only hold me back. Um, right. And I worked really hard at when I feel super uncomfortable physically leaning into that. Yes. And I think what has happened now is I, it, a lot of that's gone and I trust just my natural impulses so immensely mm -hmm. um, that I, I, I let my, I let my body do the first thing my brain thinks it should do. And sometimes that's wrong. And sometimes that means I fall on my ass 
but I do think it tends to be um, the funniest thing is the first thing your brain thinks of, and it's the thing before the other part of your brain goes, don't do that, that's really stupid. <laughs> because, I, I mean, you could apply that towards so many different, you know, ideas, but I don't, I don't tend to sit and think through something physically. I just feel it, and I, I t- I've tried so hard to get rid of most of the, like, don't do that, that's stupid. Yes. You'll look stupid. You'll look ugly. Who cares? Who honestly? Who cares? Like, yeah, that's not, that's not. I think. It's a great answer. Yeah. No, that is such a great answer because so much about acting is just believing in yourself and believing in your instincts. It is. It is like I mean, it's so funny. I think back to like I remember in college taking those classes and being so scared to do anything. It's it's really scary. You put yourself out there. You're very vulnerable. You don't know how it's gonna look or what someone's gonna think of you that that's your decision but ultimately kind of getting rid of that little I feel like in college you maybe called it the committee the committee who like weighs every decision yeah is the, the best thing you can do for yourself it's not doing you any favors as a performer no totally so what if you fuck up so what if you look stupid once like or a million times I mean who cares at least you tried yep at least you tried something um, interesting. Yes. Um, and we only have a few minutes left, so I'm going to have this be a double question uh, from Lisa and Cass, which are, uh, what have been your favorite quarantine snacks? And Joe, do you have any tips for new piano players? <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. The, my tips for new piano players would be, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I don't, but you know the way the way that I learned how to play piano was I uh, I tried to I mean I took lessons I had great piano teachers Mrs. Javonsky hello uh, I, um, I I I started playing a lot of things that I that I loved like I would see shows and then try to pick out the melodies from the shows um, to on the piano and that was the thing that like got me through all of the nuts and bolts work of like learning how to play the instrument. I, um, it, all of the like, the practicing, the scales, all of that stuff was so hard for me to get through. I hated doing it. And so if you're someone out, who's out there who's like, who's struggling with all that stuff, I'm here to say like, I agree, it's so not fun, <laughs> but it's really helpful. And so I think that if you can like, if you can pepper in some like, you know, melody lines of songs that you really like, that was something that helped me get through all of the other garbage that you just have to like, you have to embrace in order to be a, 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 a piano player. So that's that. And then my favorite quarantine snacks is, um, you know, my the food is like a constant struggle with me. Like I'm always like worrying about what I'm eating and it's just a, it's a real, it's a real pain in the ass. Uh, but I, um, I like a, you know, I like a hummus. Like it's a good healthy snack. Yes. I like, uh, I like a turkey pepperoni situation. Sometimes I take the turkey pepperoni and dip it in the hummus as if it's double. A chip. It's like double water delight. Uh, I like a, I like a, if, a, if it's a sweet snack, I like a combination of chocolate and peanut butter and something. And I'm not like a huge sweet guy. So I like my, my sweet stuff to have some kind of salty or savory component to it. Um, yeah, but I mean my, if I was just, if I was snacking without any you know, inhibitions, uh, it would be like meat, meat and cheese and bread. That's what I, I like a meat and cheese board with nice. like a lot of bread and, and, and stuff. That would be my like dream snack. Yeah. My answer is everything. It has been out of control for me over a year for about 
two or three weeks. This week I've been trying to rein it in a little bit because the snacks have been absolutely great. Yeah. I mean, I, I, oh God, I like it all. I like ice cream. I like chips. I like fruit. I like healthy stuff too. I love peanut butter. I love leftovers. What don't I like? I love every snack in every context. When you just, when you just said ice, ice cream, I thought you were going to say ice. I love ice, which ice. is the most. I like ice. I like <laughs> yeah. lettuce. That's the most answer. Answer in an interview. We we're obsessed Broccoli. with this. Yeah, we're obsessed with like when, especially like theater people. Um, like when theater people are like, I ask questions like that about about the diet, and they'll say like, you know, oh, I just like, I just, I, I love like if I'm feeling really naughty, I'll have three almonds. You have, you have an eating disorder. My favorite why one. Why are we not just saying this? Why are we why are we petting this behavior? I'm not, not gonna I'm not gonna say who this is, but this is like our all-time favorite. It's an interview with like um like an actress who I she talks about how she'll have half a kind bar and put the other away, which makes the as like a meal. As a meal. But then she, she says if she's feeling especially naughty or hungry. <laughs> She'll put some marinara sauce on mushrooms and pretend it's spaghetti. <laughs> and I, I'm like reading this article, like this isn't good. Like no. this is these are bad behavior. <laughs> it gets worse and worse. I feel like just these yeah, two yeah. tricks, great. Like for a normal health, like a healthy, but like this is her everyday life. Like just mushrooms with marinara sauce, half a kind bar, and call it a day. Like <laughs> no, quesadilla is an ice cream for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So no much happiness. Away during this quarantine time. No, no. If there's ever a time to just enjoy what you're eating and hang out, now is the time. That's Joy. The time. Yeah. It's today. It's today. Yeah. Good. It's good. Great. Is there anything that you'd like to promote for people to be looking out for over the next few days, weeks, month, or year? Up to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll promote, I'll say keep an eye out for my um, Tiny Desk Contest video. I'm really excited about that. Hopefully in the next few days. Um, I think that's my major, my major thing going on right that's now. A big, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for all the stuff that I, I mentioned. Broadway Bounty Hunter cast album, uh, Be Marcello in London and Chicago. Punk Rock Girl at the Argyle in September. Uh, write your local theaters about seeing Love and Hate Nation on a stage. Write your local record companies about hearing Love and Hate Nation on an album. Don't forget to write about the vinyl of uh, Broadway Bounty Hunter. And um, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And for me, you can find me at B-Way Show. That's B-W-A-Y-S-H-O. And especially check, check out my YouTube channel that you are watching right now because there's so much Be More Chill content and so much Broadway content in general that you can just like spend hours on. There's an Iconis and Family playlist. There's a Be More Chill playlist. And there's a Broadway and Beyond playlist that's just nonstop music for your enjoyment. Cool. I can't, we're going to go listen to it right now. We'll go listen. Yes. Nonstop music sounds delightful. It sure is. Well, thank you both so much for chatting thank with me God. and enjoy the rest of your day and be well. And Kit says bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. We did it. 
Thanks for listening to the first episode of B-Way Show, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe so you can be a spy on the inside for future episodes. Plus, if you loved hearing all about the fancy glasses and items we spoke about in the episode, and of course, Diane Kitten, head over to B-Way Show YouTube to watch our full conversation. Thanks to Kyle Braxton, a.k.a. Geddon, for these awesome beats, Jelani Remy for the beautiful intro riff, and Chelsea Hill, a.k.a. Illustrating Diva, for the cool cover art. If this was your jam, you can become a showtreon. Head over to patreon.com slash bwayshow. We do weekly trivia and monthly video chats. It's a fun time. Come check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at the show. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.